The hills are alive with the sound of Yab's Pod. Another fantastic, wonderful, splendiferous episode of yet another VS podcast. My name is Dalton, and joining me as always is my bearded brethren, Jeremy. How are you this week, my good sir? Pretty good. I'm actually uh, on vacation. I'm down yeah. in Greenville, South Carolina at a Southeast Game Exchange, which is a local video game convention. Um, it's nice to have a break, you know. I just I decided that I wanted to come down here after everything going on in my personal life and you know, get burnt out working at the store every day, all day. Like I was I just like imagine, I need a yeah. break. So I just closed everything down, came down here for a couple of days. Um I did the convention today for about three hours, which I just like I got the autographs I wanted. I looped the show floor thirty times probably, bought shit I was looking for. Um I think tomorrow before I go home, there's a zoo literally like eight minutes from my hotel and I love going to the zoo. So I'm like, I think I might just go to the zoo tomorrow. Fuck it. If you decide to do that, I'm going to bug you to send me some pictures of some animals, sir. Oh yeah. I'm going to take tons (laughs) of pictures at the zoo. So it's funny. I only collect original Game Boy complete in box stuff now. I sold off all the rest of my stuff and just like, I'm going to focus on that. And uh, I think I've only got like... 39 games or something um and of course the market has gone insane just like everything else so i uh i I went through all my stuff i was looking because i've got some that are missing manuals some that are missing you know the game i had two two boxes that didn't have the game it was killer losing my voice i've been talking too much today (laughs) killer instinct and heineco alien which is a really weird i think like puzzle game but I did find both of those loose for a decent price. So that completes nice. two two games out of my thing. Oh, I also found a person selling VHSs and uh, found an original VHS of Godzilla vs. King Kong. So I grabbed that for my collection too. Nice. Um, That's what's up. Oh, yeah. Dude, there were people, se- there were more than one vendor selling laser discs. And uh, I got I met up with a friend of mine, Christina, who also listens to the show. So hey again, Christina. Um, her and her Hello. husband and a mutual friend of ours and his new wife came down. So we all hung out. She found a couple of laser discs. What did she get? ET and maybe Jurassic Park. I know she got like two like pretty good movies. And like the ET, I think was three dollars for the laser disc. I was wow. like, man, who's still selling laser discs that cheap? Because that's still up. Still a fairly niche but popular collector's market. Yeah. Man, I've never been to a con. I'd love to go. Um, but I would want a decent amount of money because oh, I would yeah. be looking for big box PC games. And I'm sure those have not gotten cheaper. <laughs> I, I wasn't looking for them, but I didn't see a lot. Like There was a ton of Pokemon stuff, of course, because that's one of the most popular things right now. Um, you know, tons of cartridge games and stuff a lot of the stuff was you know 
anybody who's been to conventions, there's a such thing as a con tax where basically everything's overpriced because it's, they're trying to get you with that. Oh man, look, I've been looking for this and you just pay for it without thinking about it. So I usually look at stuff at the booth that I know the, know the market value of. And if it's crazy, I just walk away. Like there was a, there was one booth I looked at that they had a copy of a clay fighter sculptors cut on N64. And it's like a, depending on condition, like a nine hundred to twelve hundred dollar cartridge game, and they had like fifteen hundred bucks on it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So they're gonna be a little overpriced. And I just kind of I gauge by that what I want to buy. And uh, so like I bought the two games, I bought the VHS, I bought my kid a couple of things to take home with him. Um, let's see, I bought a T-shirt from the show. Because a buddy of mine is one of the guys that puts the show on. So that's why I come down to this one. It's about a four-hour drive. Which I wanted to also give you a little shit because the steam machine let me down this week. Because I had like... I left Friday morning and I was stopping halfway to meet my friend Christina for lunch. Thanks again for lunch because she insisted on paying for it. (laughs) Um, So it was about two and a half hours. About 2.45 to get there. So I'm like, oh, I got a new episode of Steam Machine. I'll listen to it on the way. And then it ended up being a shorter episode. So I'm like, oh, man, I got like an hour left. I got to find something to listen to. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, there was only so much we could talk about Planet Coaster. That's uh, true. It was a good it was, quality episode. Though. Yeah, I feel like everybody was in a good mood. It was like our episode last night. Every, oh, yeah. All the podcasts I recorded last week, everybody was in a fucking great mood. It was great. I'll say for <laughs> TSMP Productions, that was a pretty good podcast week. Everybody was pretty fired up. Absolutely. Dude, so talking about uh, hiking up prices and things like that, I want to bring up something that I went through. It's a little different than price hiking, but I want your opinion on it since you're kind of in that business. So I had this app, um, and when I was making some money at the restaurant and stuff, I was buying PC games. And, you know, uh, our buddy Santos sent me some PC games as well, which I have up here with my other ones. But so I have... Morrowind in the box, Oblivion in the box, and I wanted to get Skyrim. Right? Yeah. I can't. I can't afford Daggerfall and Arena as much as I would love to get those. Those are expensive. But so I paid this guy twenty bucks uh, to send me the Skyrim uh, box disc thing. Oh yeah. And after, like, I think they have three days to send it before they get an alert that they need to send it. Oh yeah. Well, I gave him a week, and I hadn't gotten any notification that he had sent it. So I messaged him and he's like, oh, sorry, man, I've been going through some stuff. I'll, uh, I'll send it out to you tomorrow. I'm like, okay, yeah, man, no worries. So I'll wait another three or four days, nothing. So I messaged him again and he writes me back, LOL. No, nah, I never sent that piece of shit out, man. Hmm. Yeah, that's. And I, and, I, and I was like, what the fuck? Why? And he just proceeded to talk shit to me. And I'm like, all right. So I reported him and then got my money back. But still, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was a little fucked up. I can't stand when people do stuff like that but like why i'm trying to give you money for something that yeah. you're trying to get rid of i don't understand like it just blew my mind i haven't tried to buy anything since i just been like yes yeah, eh. that's, that's a little ridiculous like like you said what's the point if you're selling the item like why not take the money and get rid of the item especially if you don't like the item yeah <laughs> i was just like man whatever so it was around that time that i lost my job at the restaurant anyway so it put a halt on my PC collecting, I, but I had a something similar happen. It may have been the same issue. So I was on eBay. This was God, like 
over t- well over 10 years ago, probably over 15 years ago now. I was looking for a Father's Day present. I found somebody had a Carolina Hurricanes jersey autographed by a bunch of players, and they had it on auction on eBay. It was one of those weird auctions that ended at like 1.15 in the afternoon on a Tuesday or something. And uh, so nobody bid on it. So I ended up getting it dirt cheap. And the person literally messages me and is like, oh, I had the... I had the jersey on the table and my daughter spilt curry on it. So I'm just going to have to refund you. I was like, that's okay. Send it anyways. Maybe I can like touch clean it or something, you know? And then she finally just admits that she didn't want to sell it for that price. And I was like, dude, don't put your shit up for auction. Then if you don't want to sell it, if it sells low, like that's bullshit. That's like those people who put things up for auction and have their friends bid on it. And if their friends win, then just nothing happens. Yep. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. But yeah, that's awesome, dude. I'm glad you're uh, having a good time getting oh, yeah. away. You know. Oh yeah. How about you? You had a pretty good week. No, oh, it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been bad. I uh, I fucked my knee up um, uh-huh. because I'm an idiot. I was uh, doing some. My, so my grandpa had a tree cut down in his yard, and I went over there to cut it up and bring it back here for firewood. And I had the uh, like a pole saw. Oh yeah. I almost called it a limb lopper which is also another name for it, you know, but, um, and I was using that because my chainsaw was just giving me issues. I couldn't get my chainsaw to work, um, which I fixed that luckily. But so I'm using the pole saw, I'm cutting all these limbs and stuff. And I go to step over this branch and it catches the top of my shoe. So my foot, like when I went to lift it up, my foot just bent backwards. So I twisted my ankle on my left leg, like twisted my knee and then fell and pile drove that knee, that same oh. knee, into a log. Just boom. And I hopped up real quick. And I don't know if you could see my arm. Oh, yeah. There's a big old slash through it um, that a, a branch got me on the way down. But I was more so like I stood up and I no sold it, right? Because I didn't. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get some work done. I didn't want my grandpa to tell me to stop. Yeah. But, bro, I'm like walking around cutting these limbs and stuff in my leg. I can feel my heart beating my knee. Just yep. ooh, ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm like, oh god, this hurts so fucking bad. <laughs> but I know, so I felt like the Undertaker in the Hell in a Cell when he dropped down off the cage and landed on a broken ankle that was broken before he dropped down. He just landed oh. on it, just shook it off. Ugh, gives me the shivers. I did that at the plant one time. I forget what exactly happened, but I literally, like you said, I kind of fell onto my knee and it landed on like a like a metal, sh- a solid metal shaft of th- something. And like I remember, he, you know, had to wear jeans working at the plant. So I went to the bathroom, pulled my pants down, and looked, and like I hit it so hard that I actually impact broke the skin, which is you know that's hard to do on yeah. a flat like a flat metal surface that wasn't sharp. It hit so hard that it actually busted through the skin. And like so, I took a picture of it because I, I had a female supervisor at the time. I wasn't going to go in the office and be like, "Look at this," and pull my pants down. So I took a picture of it. I was like, "I'm just letting you know, just in case it becomes something, I think I'll be okay." I showed it to her. She was like, "Holy shit! Like that looks really bad." I was like, "Yeah, it hurts. Like my knee is swelling up a little bit, but I think I'll be okay." Because it hit like on the side, so I was like, "I think I'll be fine. I think it's just like a skin and skin and muscle thing." And like it ended up you know going away after a while but man it was fucking gnarly when it happened it fucking hurts man yeah uh i can relate that to the story i told where mike shot me in the ass with the wet paper towel stuffed shotgun shell yeah impact impact abrasion not fun no no (laughs) or i guess it would be an impact contusion i don't know i'm not Uh, great on laceration yeah there we go (laughs) 
Laceration. Yeah. Last lacerations are cuts. Contusions are bruises. Intrusions. What happens to your butthole in prison? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Other than that, man, uh, I've been playing some Final Fantasy VII, um, which I recorded a Sunday special for the JRPG report this morning with James, and I was asking him, I said, okay, I said, what point in Final Fantasy VII is it going to be safe for me to load up Remake so I can see what the fuss is about? I said, I might not beat it, but I'm going to play it. And James goes, well, where you're at in the story, he goes, when you load back into the game, uh, you're going to beat Sephiroth, and then you're out of Midgar and then you're good and i'm like oh okay so not that far so okay yeah that's where seven remake ends is when like sephiroth spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played it um sephiroth takes Aerith and just like fucks off off planet or whatever like i never played the original i've never played any final fantasy 7 other than the remake i only played the remake because it came out right around the pandemic and i found a copy i was like "Eh, let me see what all the fuss is about and then pissed off all my final fantasy friends because i was like this is a an average you know action rpg that a lot of people love because of the nostalgia that they have from playing the original like if the new one came out with different characters and a different name but the same plot everything happens exactly the same i don't think it would have been as well received as it was being a final fantasy 7 remake but i understand like when it came out on ps1 it was something special because at the time you didn't have shit like that whereas now you know action games are a dime a dozen there's a lot of really good action games that don't even get any love because there's just not enough time to play them all. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree that nostalgia probably has a lot to do with the reaction for a you know, remake. Yeah. Um, but I just want to see what all the hype's about because <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm really enjoying the original so far. It's fun, you know? No, it was a beautiful game. Like the remake is absolutely stunning looking, but I just. I don't have that Final Fantasy nostalgia, so it wasn't like a mind-bending thing for me to see. Yeah, you didn't have a Dan Curtis moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, man, uh, shit, I've been playing House Slipper. Oh, yeah. That game's fantastic. That game is absolutely fantastic. I'm like, I'm to the point now, I think I have like two or three of the requests left, and then I'm just going to be on to selling my own houses and stuff. Nice. So I, I did sell some houses and I upgraded to my office is now the cyberpunk looking office. Sweet. And I'm like, yeah, this is what's up. And I, I have way more fun than I should in that game. I'll play like, I'll play that game for like five hours straight. Nice. <laughs> Just painting and cleaning. Uh, it's yep. fucking stupid, but it's great. Oh, yeah. Dude, I wish like, it was multiplayer. Uh, they're putting power washing simulator on Game Pass. We're going to have to play that together because that is co-op. And that game is fucking ridiculous. Oh, dude, I'm so down. I'm so down. Um, I'll install that later on. Man, that was a loud vibrate for Facebook notification. Sorry, it startled <laughs> me. I guess my phone was sitting on my grinder or something because it's metal. and It was just like, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right, well, then let's get into some of our topics, my good sir. Um, first and foremost, Clerks 3 trailer dropped. I know you've seen it. Oh, yeah. What it do you think? It looks fucking fantastic. I can't wait to actually see it. Yeah, dude. 100%. It it almost... It's very... Me and you discussed this off air. It's very much like a uh, 
Kevin Smith telling everybody what went on with him after his heart attack and like oh, yeah. that whole it's almost like a you I think you called it a biopic of that era yeah. of Kevin Smith. Yeah. I feel like it's a biopic sort of not it's not really a biopic but it's kind of a mashup of like when he had his heart attack and he changed his life around but also like him actually making the original clerks and stuff like man it looks so good. And then I love like uh all the subtle nods to clerks and clerks too and you know just the nerd references and stuff like the one scene i loved was when uh they were talking about doing the movie and randall goes you should you should have them say that part that you used to always say about the death star uh contract workers he was like it gets sued by disney nah (laughs) (laughs) there was another the other joke and i wish i could remember exactly what it was but it was like i don't want to be one of those guys that brings back the same characters over and over just blah 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 you know and then it cuts to jay and silent bob and silent bob just points to the camera and smiles oh, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like dude i love his little meta jokes like they're fucking awesome when they're like uh one of the customers was like you should put jay and silent bob as characters in the movie yeah. and randall's like jay and silent bob are kind of like c3po and r2d2 they were there they're always there they're in every movie they I haven't really been cool since the first one, but everybody loves them anyway, so we just stick them in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tremendous, dude. Oh, and yeah. then uh, I wonder if he's going to do it like he did uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, where he like toured it, because I got to go see that, and that was really cool um, nice. at the Florida Theater, where like he came out, introduced the movie, and then after the movie was over, he did a Q&A. Yeah. And it was it was surreal. It was like that moment when I saw Tenacious D live, when I was like, that's Jack Black. Yep. Jack Black is right there. I had that same moment where I was like, dude, that's Kevin Smith. He's right there. Nice. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I just had these moments where like, if I see it, if I were to see like a celebrity in public, I'm very much that person that would be like, oh, look, but I wouldn't point. Yeah. I wouldn't like go over and bother them. If they looked my way, I might give them like a salute or a nod or something. Yep. But, just being in the presence of like Kevin Smith or Jack Black or something, I'm like, fuck, I've only ever seen you through a screen oh, yeah. <laughs> and here you are. It's fucking, it's just wild. That's like being at this show. There's a bunch of YouTubers and stuff at this show, like, uh, Pat the NES punk, Pat Contry's here. Uh, metal Jesus is here. John Riggs, uh, boogie two, nine, eight, eight. Uh, the Aaron from the pixel game squad is here. Uh, Billy and Jay from Game Chasers is here. And like, when I got to the hotel room Friday, come in the lobby to check in. I see like Metal Jesus and John Riggs sitting in the lobby, just hanging out. And, uh, felt like I saw Pat Contry hanging out with a couple of guys. And like you said, I'm not the type of person that's just going to walk over and inject, inject myself into this situation. Cause while I feel like I know these people, they don't know me. So like, yeah. I'm just that, I'm just that weird guy who came up and just acted like I was, friends with them or something i don't know it's, so i'm just like eh. i'll say hey that's cool and just keep on walking now i gotta ask i know you're a, you're a tall guy like me yeah is john riggs as big as he looks because he looks like he's a tall motherfucker uh i haven't been super up close to him but i don't think he's that tall no like, like then again he was standing next to kelsey and kelsey's super short in yeah the video, kelsey's but like, way short but john looks like he's about six four six five like Nah, because I'm 6'4". I want to say it looked like he was shorter than me. He's shorter than Jason, uh, Metal Jesus. So I think I think Jason's around my height. 
But yeah, like I saw, uh, I saw Aaron from uh, Pixel Game Squad a couple times, just out on the show floor looking at stuff. And it's funny because he would always make eye contact with me, and it was almost like he was looking like, "Do I know this guy?" But like I just <laughs> keep walking past him, I wouldn't acknowledge him. And uh, it could just be like he's you know always on to meet fans and stuff, you know, because I'm sure he gets people walking up to him all the time, be like, "Oh, I love your show, bro." I'm not that type of guy. Like I see you doing your thing, I'm just gonna keep walking. Yeah. So yeah. I met uh, Sarah Natachini, who is the current voice of Ash Ketchum in Pokemon. And I met Martha Harms, who was, uh, she was Officer Jenny in the newer Pokemon stuff. She was also Maya in Borderlands. She was uh, Irina in Assassination Classroom. She's been in just a ton of stuff. And, uh, you know, that was pretty cool. There was a wrestler here. I didn't go up to his table because I didn't know who he was. Um, I'll have to look his name up real quick. You may know him. He was WWE Tag Team Champion at some point in time, I think. Okay. Um, let's see if I can find his name. There have been a lot of those. Yes, there have been so. very, very many of those. <laughs> uh, Doc Gallows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. Yeah, he's here. He's in, I think he's in AEW now, or maybe he went back to New Japan. One of the two, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows. Well, he's in South South Carolina right now, also. Nice. He was he was one of the guys uh, in the Bullet Club. Nice. Uh, back when it was AJ Styles, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson. Yeah, he's good. He's a, he's a good wrestler. He's a big dude. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. Um, we'll definitely have to do a convention together at some point, especially if you've never been to one. Like, yeah, I would love to, to go. I'm about to find one in Florida we can go to. Like, there's a Galaxy Con is coming up in Raleigh, and while it's a really cool show, I'm probably not going to go to it this year just because it's the type of show that they have huge celebrities there, but everybody charges like fifty dollars or more for an autograph. So I'm talking about you want to go there, you want to take like a thousand dollars with you to really do anything you want to do. And it's kind of one of those situations where, like, there's going to be long lines for everybody. Like, it's just, it's a salute to capitalism, I guess I would say. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of somebody that I would be willing to pay $50 to meet and get an autograph from. And that is a very, very small list of people. Yeah. And like, I'm talking about like, Kevin Nash is going to be there. He's charging 80 bucks for an autograph. Like, that's a lot to me for you to literally write your name on something. Just seems like so much money to me. That does seem like a lot of money for, especially for an autograph, which sucks because I would love to like meet and just be able to be like, yo, Kevin, you're the man. I can't wait for your podcast to start. (laughs) Yep. Which by the time this comes out, their podcast would have come out already. I don't need to promote that (laughs) because uh, they are going to get enough listeners as it is. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like Kevin Nash is going to be there. Uh, Sting is going to be there. Um, dude, the like GalaxyCon has the craziest list of people. It's a very much a corporate con. Like it's a big conglomerate that does a ton of sh- like bunch of shows all up and down the East Coast. Um, um, let's see. You should look up. Not necessarily right now, but you should look up Starcast Five something that conrad thompson's putting on because that's going to be in north carolina i believe the jim crockett territory um and it's going to be rick flair's last match i saw that yeah i bet it's going to be expensive 
Kevin Smith will be there, but it's funny because he's only doing a panel. He's not has, doesn't have a table to sign something. He's literally doing a panel, panel and leaving. But At GalaxyCon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jean, like Giancarlo Esposito's there, Katie Sackhoff, William Shatner, Brett Spiner, Tom Welling. Let's see. Trying to look at like big names. Jason Muse is there all weekend. Uh, Patrick Warburton's there. Jeff Anderson, yeah. Brian O'Haller. Like all the clerks people are there. Um, I would like to Rich, meet Patrick Warburton so I could get his opinion on my putty impression. Nice. Like I feel Rich, like he'd be like, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus is there, which I would love to get some jaw shit signed by him. Um, let's see. Like, there's just so many people there. Um, anybody else? Sean Gunn is going to be there. Uh, the dude, Kevin Clash, who is literally the dude who does Elmo. Like, ah, Elmo! Tons of voice actors are going to be there. Like, it's a big, you know, to do. But like I said, they show you on the website how much people charge for their autographs at the show. And like uh, Patrick Warburton is 50 bucks for an autograph. Uh, now, is it like an autograph and a picture? Like if you want to get a picture with him too? No, you have to pay extra for a picture. Let's see. Patrick Damn. Warburton, 50 bucks for an autograph, 70 for a photo op. So if you want an autograph and a photo op, you're going to pay 120 bucks for it. So let's see. Trying to find like the list of wrestlers and stuff. Um the guy who, Steve Downs, the guy who voiced Master Chief in the games is going to be there. Dana Snyder is there. So let's see, Sting. Like, I would love to meet Sting there. Uh, 60 bucks for an autograph, 70 bucks for a, a photo. Now, is that is that like, it's $60 just for the autograph, but if you want the photo, you have to pay 70 Or is it like 70 on top of the $60? It's, I think it's 70 on top of the 60 So, yeah. Ouch. Uh, Adam Page is there. I know you know him. Forty bucks for an autograph. Forty bucks for a table selfie. Sixty Dude, if you want an autograph and a table selfie. No offense to Hangman Page. Yeah, but I wouldn't have paid that money when he was the AEW champion, let alone now. Yeah. No offense to him. <laughs> J- Jake the Snake is there. Uh, forty bucks for an autograph, eight by ten. Sixty bucks for autographs on your belts or figures. Forty bucks for a table selfie. Like, I un- I understand why they charge more for signing belts and things like that. Well, like a lot those people a lot, can turn. Yeah, a lot of them do it. Yeah, because the people get the stuff so, uh, signed to sell. Like Martha Harms is at this show. She's the one who did Maya and Borderlands, and she had a bunch of Maya Borderlands pops on her table. Literally, it said autograph only a hundred bucks personalized autograph 90 bucks so you got the pop figure signed if you wanted it signed without your name written on it it was an extra ten dollars because like you said most people are going to do that just so they can go throw it on ebay and sell it and i get that but like i usually get most of my stuff signed just to me yeah yeah, kevin nash is uh 40 bucks for an autograph 8 by 10 60 for belts and figures 40 for a table selfie like i just Dude, I just can't see it. It's so much money. That is a lot of money. Uh, like, La- Lady Frost. Do you know this wrestler? I've heard I'm, the name, but I don't know her. She was Impact AEW and NWA. Oh, they don't even have her prices up. 
like it's just it's one of those shows where like i said if you don't take a thousand dollars with you you're going to end up making choices on stuff yeah so i just can't can't be bothered like if i had the money i'd probably go but i was i just can't be bothered to go yeah well that man, i feel you man i understand that for sure like if i had that kind of money i don't even know if i'd want to spend it on that or if i just want to exactly. upgrade my key, my computer you know what i mean exactly <laughs> That's one thing is like the ones here. Um, I had an Ash Ketchum figure. Veronica Taylor is who voiced him originally. So I met her at a show and it was like 25 bucks for an autograph. So I found this figure and bought it and I just had her sign it. So then I was like, you know, the new Ash is here. I brought it with me. I was like, I'll pay her to sign it. Which she charged 40 bucks to sign it. I was like, I mean, like 40 just, it seems like a lot, but I was like, I'm here. I've got the figure. I'm just going to get it done. So then like Martha Harms was. $30 for us eight by 10 with a signature or it was like two for 50. So I was like, oh, I'll just do the two for 50. Um, so I got two pictures signed by her. Um, yeah. Like there are other people here. Like the guy who invented the mortal Kombat logo is here, but I was like, eh, I think he was like 40 bucks for an autograph. I was like, eh, that's, that's cool, but not 40 bucks. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there sure. was a, we, that that was the theme of the day. We were walking around looking at stuff, and I was talking with Christina, and they had this one table had this really cool uh, feudal Japan style Bowser statue. It was like anime style, sort of just really cool looking. But it was two hundred seventy bucks, and I was like, "That's cool, but it's not two hundred seventy dollars cool." Yeah, so, yeah, man. That's there's a up at the local Ace Hardware. I know this is like this is random as shit, but my local Ace Hardware sells some random things, right? Yeah. They have a like a statue the size of like bigger than me of yeah. a Yeti and then they have a statue of a Velociraptor that is about that is bigger than the Yeti. Nice. And they're just for sale for like, you know, 800 900 dollars. And I looked oh, at my yeah. mom the other day and I said, "If I had money to just blow on whatever, both of those would be in our side yard in the woods just chilling." Nice. <laughs> but it's one of those things that like I feel like I would want to have fuck you money before I go drop $900 on a statue. Yep. I know, you know? exactly what you mean. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up you have and, and let's go ahead and say if you do not want Stranger Things spoilers yeah, skip ahead a little bit because Jeremy would like to talk about the finale. I don't care about spoilers. I, so let's, let's I'm going to try to be spoiler free. Well, light spoilers, but yeah, definitely if you haven't seen it, skip forward like five, ten minutes. Um, probably not that long, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, the finale came out. I didn't watch it before our last recording. I think I watched it the the next day. And dude, it was that show is fucking really good. Like I know you haven't watched it. Like it's well worth the watch if you can get into it. Nate tells me that he thinks that that is right up my alley and i am doing myself a disservice for not watching it i think you would like it um it's very very 80s um i love the 80s music is very big in it um it's all like D D nerd stuff i love D D nerd stuff like all the characters in it are well all the like monsters and stuff are from original like D D characters like they had the uh demigorgons from the first season that I've been throughout that was actually a monster in the original D and D. Um, 
the new like main bad guy Vecna is from D&D. It's funny, there's actually a Vecna pop figure from actual Dungeons and Dragons lore before this season came out. So like there's actually a Vecna pop figure you can buy already. Oh god, um, and I bet I bet that price went up. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the finale was really good. I know we talked about the uh that one scene with uh Eddie on the top of the trailer just jamming out the master of puppets. Yeah. Um it was a super cool scene to me. The only thing that kind of was weird to me was he was on top of the trailer playing guitar, but the the overlaid track was the actual song. So there was like drums, there was vocals, everything. I was like, why didn't you just do the guitar part? That seems like it would have been more natural to the scene. But I get like the song itself is impactful. The guitar part is not as impactful by itself. Yeah. It's like I, I heard get- that they, they did re-record the song for the, the show. Like, cause they yeah. got, uh, the bass player from Metallica's son, yeah. uh, Trio, Trio. I don't remember his his son's name. Apologies, uh, but he pl- he played the guitar solo for it. Is it Lucas? Uh, that's a possibility. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, he played the guitar solo, which I thought was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah the uh, the guy who plays Eddie's like said you know he's been playing guitar his whole life, so he was pretty close with the the actual motions of it. I actually sent you that clip where they showed like what it actually sounded like playing just the guitar and like it sounded so much worse but yeah. that's because you're recording it like you know how it is when you're at a concert like if you're up close to the stage you're hearing all that weird noise over top mm-hmm. like yeah it's just kind of is what it is but yeah the finale was really good um i thought this was the last season apparently it's not apparently there's one more season which hopefully comes out not on a bethesda schedule but so, because you know, this season there was like two years in between. Um, but yeah, I think I think this last season is going to wrap up really cool. Um, like I said, you should definitely watch it. It's I think you would really like it. I might wait until they're finished, like because I, I read season five is the last season or whatever. Yeah. And once it's done, then I could just binge through the entire thing. Oh yeah, because I've heard like Nate and then other friends of mine when the first half of season four came out, they were like, "Oh my god." I need the second half, and yep. if I can avoid that, that'd be great. It's like when I watched oh, yeah. The Sopranos; it was years later, so I watched the entirety of it. You know, yep. <laughs> which will we'll bring. Uh, so, go ahead. So that brings up a question for me. I'm curious if you feel the same. Is it easier to you to binge watch thirty minute shows than it is hour long shows? Like to me, thirty minute shows seem like you can just run through them really quick. Whereas when the shows are, you know, the forty eight minutes or whatever of an hour long show, it just seems like each episode takes for fucking ever to get through. I think it depends on the show, um, That's because, possible. for example, some of the Witcher episodes, you know, would push an hour, an hour right. twenty minutes, and it never felt like they were too long. You know what I mean? Whereas. I'm sure that there are other shows that would drag if you extended them. If they were, you know, if Family like, Guy was an hour long, that yeah. would probably drag a little because that's very quick, precise, made for that amount of time, you know? Yeah. That's like uh, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead to me, like some of those episodes, just like, God damn, is this episode over yet? Just because that show, they did that show a disservice by having it on AMC, I hate to say. That show would have been so much better on a premium channel like HBO or Stars or somebody if they had not had to be censored and kept the seasons to like 10 episodes a piece like the HBO 
the way they do shows, I think that show would have been way more impactful. I think it also would have done well on FX. And I say yeah. that because look at American Horror Story and how oh, yeah. violent that show is. And I've heard that show say fuck. Now, they might bleep it on TV, but when you watch it on Hulu and Netflix, dude, there oh, yeah. are fucks all over that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like the Walking Dead comic book, there was nudity, there was sex scenes, there's cursing, there's all kinds of crazy shit. And they really had to tone it down for cable TV. Which I still say, like, stop fucking censoring shit. Like, let us have nudity and cursing and stuff on television. Like, that's why I like that the streaming services are not censoring like that. They're kind of just going premium, premium cable and, oh, yeah. It'll just letting you sort of, you know, hang dick, hang tits out, do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. And I mean, it's nice because that way you, you have the artistic freedom to put what you want into your show and not have to worry about oh well this this isn't gonna pass you know the scc or whatever it is you know all of this it's like man just let them do what they want if they're not putting anything in there that's illegal or any you know any who gives a fuck if there's some titties or that there's a fucking pair of balls hell who cares if it's anne hache's butthole yeah like anything like it doesn't matter or or anne hathaway's butthole or Anne Hathaway's butthole. Um, my thing with it is, it's kind of like Netflix with the fucking, there's some movie on there called like Cooties or something, or Cuties, and it's literally like sexual exploitation of minors. And like, I don't know how the fuck they're keeping this on there. Like, dude, oh, if, yeah. you, if you haven't heard the story about that, like, look into that. It's fucking oh, no, ridiculous. I, I remember when it came out. Uh, that movie is like a whole commentary on... Uh, the way that children are portrayed in the media sometimes and oh, yeah. but the, but it's a very very i wouldn't watch it because apparently no, it's I, a very uncomfortable watch i don't even want to like look it up on my netflix i don't want to be associated with it whatsoever yeah you could put on they a list said, they said it's basically as close as you can get to child pornography without actually watching child pornography and it's like yeah, yeah. i just have no interest in seeing that at all no it's like not, little not little girls dancing around with like prolonged close-ups of their crotches and butts and stuff. And it's like I do not need to do not need to see that at all. Like I don't want to. I don't want children to be seen in that light. I think it's bullshit and it needs to stop. It's like uh, what was that movie? The Serbian film or whatever. Uh yeah. I know what that, you're talking about. There's a scene. I don't even want to get into it, but there's a scene in that movie that is notorious and fucking awful and i haven't watched that movie because of that i mean and i've watched cannibal holocaust i've watched august underground all these movies that are like considered disturbing movies i won't i won't do serbian film i just i don't i don't want to go to that i don't want to be that level yet yeah like no i don't want to see that shit even if it's fake even if it's fake you know what i mean it's like no no thank you it's like i've never watched um not last house on the left uh what is that movie is the last house on the left where the girl gets raped out in the middle of the woods and then it becomes a rape and revenge movie? I think so. Yeah, I think it's maybe last house on the left. I haven't watched that because like, I don't, I don't like rape scenes, dude. That's just not yeah. my thing. <laughs> there was a movie that came out. I remember it getting a lot of shit. It had a uh, Dakota fanning in it. I think it was called hound dog. And basically there was a scene in it where her dad rapes her. And like, I haven't seen the movie, but apparently like there was a, you know, of course, people were up in arms about a child rape scene in a movie, but apparently, like, she came out and was like, 
they were really cool about it. Like everybody talked me through it. It wasn't, you know, they made it as little trauma for me as possible. Like, you know, she was saying how great the cast and crew and director and everybody were to make sure it was as comfortable as possible for her. And it's like, but yeah, just seeing stuff like that, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And I know that's why those scenes are included, you know, it's because they're there to punch a message across, but still Jesus Christ. Like uh, deliverance. (laughs) <laughs> watching the whole boy get fucking raped up the ass he's like oh squeal like a pig boy squeal like a piggy boy yeah it's something else um yeah um so let's see the next topic we got uh just to get off of that subject <laughs> yeah so i'm on facebook and i see that there's a new like fairly odd parents show that came out right yeah but it's like live action but the fairly odd parents themselves are still cartoon yeah and there were people in the comments just shitting all over this show yeah and i'm imagining they were grown men who this show is not targeted to at all bitching they were, about it. it was all grown men and women dude yeah yep. and i'm like i i commented i said you guys realize that you are adults bitching about a show for children yep. like this shit's not made for us anymore you know what i mean it's like, did I have my opinions when they changed the animation on Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Did I make us think about it? No, because that's I'm not the demographic anymore. Yep. You know, it's just not it's not what I do anymore. And it, people are so what's the word? They're just such assholes, I guess. Entitled. Yeah, there you go. They're that they so think entitled. They have to that a kids show needs to be approved of by Now, I don't mean approved of like, you know, parents watching something to make sure it's okay for their yeah. kids. But like just because the show you used to watch 20 years ago like changes doesn't mean you need to be like shut the fuck up. Just shut the yep. fuck up. It's not for you anymore. Yep. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If enough people don't watch it, they won't make it anymore. Like that's the thing is and I was listening to uh Pat Contry's podcast and they kind of touched on this too. Uh, with another topic we were going to talk about um, and saying like, you know, the Sonic movie, when they let the fans make an uproar and get that movie changed, even though it was changed for the better, it created this dynamic where people feel like, oh, if I bitch loud enough, I can make things that I want happen. And it's like, guess what? That's not going to happen. Like that was a once in a lifetime thing that happened. You probably will never see that happen again. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Like uh, Ian was saying on that podcast, he was like, the thing about the Sonic movie is the people doing the art for it, they probably knew it was shit. So they probably had already done both versions. And they were like, all right, here's the one you wanted. They put it out and people bitched. And the art people were like, see, there you go. Now we got this other version people are going to like better. Let's try that. So they tried that and people were like, oh, hooray, it's great. And they were like, see, we told you. Like, that's not going to have, like, what he was talking about was Return to Monkey Island. We talked about the art, people not really liking it. That is a person making the game they want to make. You're not going to bully this person into changing their vision for a game because you don't like it. If you don't like it, don't fucking play it. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And like, if you don't like the new Fairly Odd Parents, or you don't like the new Rugrats cartoon, or you don't like... That, you know, Clerks 2 was color while Clerks was black and white. Then don't fucking watch it. 
Like, not everything is made for you. That's such a problem in today's uh, social media society where everything, you are able to cater things to what you like, and it's given people this false perception that the world is supposed to be tailored to them. That's not how this works. Yeah, it's not how life works at all. No. Yeah, and yeah. speaking of the Monkey Island thing, like, that guy came out and said that he's just not going to talk about the game online anymore because he was getting like personal attacks and stuff over his art choice. Like people do like, if you see a trailer for a video game and you don't like the art style and you're like, you message the guy who makes it. It's like, I'm going to kill your whole family because your art style sucks. Like you're a fucking piece of shit. You should, you should be thrown in jail for stupid shit like that. Like there's no fucking excuse for it. I absolutely agree. It's fucking dumb, dude. Um, And then I remember, like, uh, what was the other one? I think it was when Rugrats came out. Yeah, with the three D animated one. Yeah, I was my my impression was, oh, they updated it, cool, because I loved Rugrats as a kid. I'd love to see yep. that do well. And there were people like, oh, how dare they change it? Yep. And they made Phil and Lil's mom a lesbian. And I'm like, did y'all not watch the original show at all? Exactly. Like that lady was a lesbian just without admitting it. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, it was just ex- like at that time you couldn't be a lesbian mom. Now you can, so she's living her truth, and you guys yeah. are being bigots because you're like, oh, it's not what I remember from my childhood. Who fucking cares? Like, dude, I loved Rugrats. It was one of my favorite things in the world. Yep. And yeah, when the new one, I haven't watched it yet, but I probably will. Like, who gives a shit? It is what it is. Absolutely, dude. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. The uh, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Let's hear it. (laughs) I told you about the trailer that came out. That game looks fucking amazing. I've been waiting since I finished the God of War on PS4. I've been waiting for this game. It's supposedly coming out in November. November release dates make me nervous because it's probably going to get pushed to the new year. But a project this big, I'm pretty sure they want that holiday rush. So I feel like maybe this is like, because they said they were avoiding crunch. They were trying not to like overwork the the dev teams and stuff, which I appreciate. So if it gets delayed, it gets delayed. But if it comes out in November, that'd be pretty awesome too. I'm going to buy it and play it regardless of when it comes out. Um, Like I I was telling you before the show, I was not a huge God of War fan originally. But I love Norse mythology. So when I found out they were doing the new one and it was going to be Norse mythology, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to try this out. And I was hooked. Like that game was amazing. So I can't wait for this one to come out. And I didn't show you the trailer. They did an unboxing for the uh, collector's edition and the Jotnar edition, which I'm going to try to get the Jotnar edition, but I don't know how expensive it's going to be. That might be like what, what makes me not get it. You want that Mjolnir, don't you? Yes, that Mjolnir is fucking cool. <laughs> uh, I want the seven-inch vinyl of the soundtrack. is really cool. Like, that whole collection is as cool as shit. The only thing I hate, and I get why they do it, but it still pisses me off, is both the Collectors and the Jotnar Edition do not come with physical copies of the game. They come with download codes, which kind of sucks. Like, That's most weird. Collectors Edition shit now has download codes instead of actual copies of the game. Shouldn't it come with a fucking steelbook? Like, it comes with a steel book, but not an no actual game. copy of the game. Yeah. Oh, they're fucking dumb. Yeah, like it's kind of dumb to have a steel book and no actual disc to put in it. But 
Yeah. Yep. Like you open the steel book, and I think it's just going to have the cards inside for all the digital download stuff. Boo. Agreed. I guess it'll look good on the shelf, but still. Uh, I just want that Mjolnir. That's all I really care about. <laughs> and for those that don't know, it's not the MCU Mjolnir. It's the one from the game, so it's more more accurate to Norse mythology. And yeah. Like Thor in the game is a big hulking fat dude, which is cool as shit because that's that's who Thor is in Norse mythology. He's not a big like roided up god. Superhero. He's like yeah, yeah, he's this big like barrel chested beer gutted fucking viking adonis yeah yeah he's not an adonis he's a fucking viking and like he just loves to fight and fuck oh yeah yeah dude i need to get around to god of war um i loved the very first one back in the day uh, because i love greek mythology um well let me ask you this any of those ones little uh little spoiler for uh steam machine do you have a pick coming up soon um i have a pick uh, so after Final Fantasy VII will be Nate, and then it'll be me. I would say you should pick God of War. It's not of a War. super long game, like if you just golden path it. And maybe I'll play it and come jump on the God of War episode and give my opinion of it. Oh, that could be fun. That could be fun. A little crossover, a little crossover right. action, crossing streams. That game, that game is amazing. I've heard that the PC version with like max settings is just mind blowingly beautiful. Yeah, I won't be able to play it, you know, 4K ultra max settings, but I can do it in 2K, which is still damn good looking. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that would be my suggestion for your suggestion. Um, I don't know how Nate really (laughs) feel about that, but I'm going to collude a little bit. Uh, I think it's, is it on Game Pass? No, it's on, it's a PS4 or Oh, that's right. That's right. All right, so I'd have to convince Nate to buy it. I don't know. We'll see. But you can buy, especially if they have PS4s, like you can get the greatest hits version for like 20 bucks or less now. So I don't think either of them have PS4s, though. Uh, I wonder what it costs on PC. I don't know. Uh, I yeah, I believe it's thirty nine ninety nine. Well, that's not terrible. Trust me, like it's a fucking, like 100% of the game on PS4. It's just like you don't want to put it down. It's so fucking good. Wow. So you beat that one fight, the... Uh, Yes. Sigrun or whatever oh the fucking God. queen of the valkyries yeah that pissed me off so much i put a <laughs> fucking i put a fucking bounty out on facebook i was like yo if anybody will come to my house and beat this fucking bitch for me i'll give you like 40 bucks and i do not because i played it for like an hour and a half one night and she kept killing me my buddy cody was like go to bed get up in the morning and try again so that's what i did i was like fuck it i'm going to bed i got up the next morning i tried it like the third fight she had like a sliver of health and I had a sliver of health, but I'd filled up like my rage meter. So I was just like fucking mashing buttons like this. Like, oh my fucking God. And I got my rage attack in and beat her. And I was like, oh my fucking God. That was the hardest shit I've ever done in a video <laughs> game. Like it was so fucking, but like, and I get people say like, well, you don't like Dark Souls games. That's what Dark Souls games is. Like, I didn't like that. I was relieved when I beat her ass, but I didn't want to go fight 10 more just like her. Like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Like that shit was so goddamn hard. I'm not the type of person that likes to do the same thing over and over and over and over again in a video game until I get through it. Like I want to yep. just get through it. Yeah, dude. When I walked up on her, like holy fucking shit, that was so goddamn hard to do. But yeah, I, I beat her. I've seen multiple uh, 
PlayStation Access videos on YouTube where they bring up uh, hard boss fights, and she always seems to come up. Oh yes. So <laughs> and I like I played on. I'm pretty. I didn't play on story. I played on easy. I think it's like you have story, easy, you know, moderate and difficult or whatever. It's like story is basically where you just can walk through most of it. So I played on easy, and this. I mean, even on easy, she was fucking tough. Like I can't imagine trying to play it on the hardest difficulty. Oh, I can I can relate that to when I first played The Witcher Three. I put it on normal and got fucking owned by the first drowner that I saw, and I was like, "What oh, the yeah. fuck?" And I finally kicked the difficulty down to uh, easier story mode or whatever it is, and oh, yeah. I was able to enjoy the game. And it was like, as I got better, I kicked the difficulty up a little bit, you know. But oh yeah, fuck man, that's that game's like, hard too. That's like the Spider Man games do. Like Spider Man's one of those games where I like. Like Eric would say, Arkham games where it's just, you know, press the attack button and just power your way through shit. You can't do that in Spider-Man. You have to learn how to parry and dodge and counter and shit. And like some of that shit, man, I was getting my ass fucking owned. And I'm like, God damn, I got to figure out this fucking system so I can. But the cool thing you can do in Arkham games and in Spider-Man is it's one of the few games where I like stealth. Because as Spider-Man, you can be up in the rafters, and if you can isolate a bad guy, you can, like, shoot a web down and pull him up into the rafters and, like, knock him out and web him up. Yeah. So I'll just go around the room just doing that and, like, picking up, pick them off one by one. So you get in a fight with, like, 30 of these dudes. It's fucking difficult. They got rocket launchers and machine guns and all kinds of shit. So I just go through and pick off all of them I can as stealthily as possible. Yeah, going, going around those fucking, the things that stick out or you swing yeah. between them. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm going to web you to this one. Yep. Come over here. I'm going to web like, you to this one. Like you're outside. You're up on top of like street lights and you're just webbing dudes up. I don't know if you heard that. That was loud. I did hear that. That sounded like a whale. I want to say it was like a, a tiny dick mobile outside. Uh, they just like revved up. But yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I, It sounded like it was in the room for a second. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I guess a you know tiny dick mobile or a Mustang or something. Probably a Mustang out there killing uh, pedestrians. Every time I hear somebody rev their engine and it's super fucking loud, I'm always like, "Sorry about your dick, bro." Yep, I do that. Especially the motherfuckers <laughs> who ride through parking lots and just like put it in neutral and sit there and rev their engine while they're rolling through a parking lot at like four miles per hour. I'm like, sorry about yeah. your dick, bro. Why do you do you think you're cool in yeah. the Win Dixie parking lot? <laughs> yeah, you're in the Win Dixie parking lot in a. 20 year old mustang with a mismatched colored bumper and you're like wham 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 fucking fucking idiots um before we get to our songs of the week um we lost a good actor this week we actually missed something in the god of war thing so talk about the game i wanted to talk about people being dicks to devs we kind of talked talked about it with uh return to monkey island um, so God of War Ragnarok, the trailer we were talking about was a release date trailer. That's all it was. I showed it to Don. It was what, like a 30 second cinematic and it pops up with like the release date, which is like November 6th or something like that. So that was supposed to come out like a week or a week and a half prior to when it did. And the God of War dev team was like, look, it's, we're not ready to put it out yet. We got to wait a little bit. I'm not sure why, but dude, one of the female devs or females on the team came out on the internet and said people were sending her dick pics asking her for the date 
the release. It's like, dude, you are this fucking hard up for a goddamn release date for a video game that you're going to send an unsolicited dick pic to a female you've never met before in your life. Like, A, what makes you think that would work? And B, you're a piece of shit. Stop sending dick pics to people you don't know. Like, I'm all for, you know, trade nude, sexual freedom, whatever. I've sent pictures of my dick to people before. You know, I've had nudes sent to me before. I've never sent a dick pic to a woman who didn't ask for it. Like, if she's like, hey, let me see your dick. I'm like, okay, sure. Here you go. But yeah, no, I've never sent it. And like, honestly, I think it should fucking be illegal. Like, if you send a dick pic to somebody without them asking for it, they should be able to report you to the police. Well, I mean, technically, it would then be sexually harass- sexual harassment? Technically, but it's... I mean, the internet is still kind of the wild, wild west. Like, it's... Even, like, friendly fraud is what they call it now, where, like, you go buy something on your debit or credit card, and then you go home and you call your bank and you say, I didn't make this purchase, and the bank, like, refunds your money, and, like, it's... That's shoplifting. It's a new a new way to shoplift, but it's it's so hard to prosecute people for that. So yeah, because how do you prove it? Yep, I had a guy do that to me one time at the store. Knock on wood, it doesn't happen again. He came in, he bought a PS2 and a bunch of stuff, like two hundred something dollars worth of stuff. Went home, and I get a letter in the mail like two weeks later saying that he filed a fraudulent charge on his credit card. His stupid fucking ass said that. He ordered a PS4 online and we didn't send it to him. So I went, I sent the shit to his bank. I was like, look, I got a signed receipt right here, itemized with the shit he bought. So he signed in store. He was here and I fucking looked him up on Facebook. I was like, Hey, did you buy a PS2 at a local game store recently? He was like, yeah, why? And I was like, why did you file a fraudulent charge with your bank? And he blocked me, of course, but by then I took a screenshot of that and sent it to his bank, too. I'm like, the dude's fucking lying to you because he's trying to get his money back for shit he bought. Of course, they sided with me and gave me the money back. Told some buddies of mine about it, and they started harassing him on Facebook and found out that he was on Facebook Marketplace trying to scam people for PS5s. Because this was like right when the PS5 had first come out. He was on Facebook Marketplace saying, oh, I got PS5s for sale for $500. Um, send me a hundred dollars on cash app or Venmo or whatever, and I'll hold it for you and beat you somewhere. And then of course, when you send him a hundred bucks, he just blocks you and you never see your money again. So like, yeah, they, he fucking got called out for that shit too. And like changed his name on Facebook, changed his profile picture and stuff. And it was a whole thing, but yeah, like fuck that turd. Yeah. Wow. The funniest part of the whole thing, his name was Christian. (laughs) (laughs) So, I said, knock on wood, I've only had to deal with that that one time. Um, I know people who run businesses who's like, had to deal with that shit a ton. Because, like, especially uh, one my cousin's wife, I was talking to her because they run an automotive shop. And she's like, she does, like, the front desk stuff at one of them. And she was like, yeah, she's like, I have to deal with that shit all the time. Because people come in, they'll get a really expensive repairs done on their car. They'll pay with a credit card. They'll leave. And then they'll say, oh, I didn't, I didn't do this. So she's like, but we've got signed invoices and all that shit. So I, she's like, we always get the money back, but it's a hassle. You have to fucking sit here and fight with them. And you basically, the customer says, I didn't do that. And the bank automatically sides with the customer. And you have to, you're basically guilty until you can prove yourself innocent, which is bullshit. Yeah, that is absolute bullshit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I just, I just wish people would be better people in, yeah. in all sense. 
<laughs> because like there's no reason that you should be having to deal with that there's no yeah. reason that developers should be getting dick pics like yeah. there's no reason for any of that other than people just fucking suck yeah like the monkey island thing i forget the guy's name but he's the guy who originally made monkey island he's made every monkey island game yeah. he's making the new game so it's going to be a good game if you like monkey island is it tim schaefer no that was no that was full throttle never mind no, I think it might be Tim Schafer. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up now. I feel like I owe him more respect than that. <laughs> I was like, I should at least know his name. Ron Gilbert. Ron Gilbert. Okay. Yeah. So Ron Gilbert made the original Monkey Island games. So he's making this one. If you like Monkey Island, you're gonna like this game. The fact of the matter is, same thing with like Rugrats. When they did Rugrats in the '90s, animation was hand drawn. It was a very expensive and very time-consuming. Animation now is all computer done. It's a lot cheaper. It's a lot faster. Yeah. Could you imagine if Matt and Trey were still doing South Park with cutout cardboard? How fucking long it would take to do an episode. Oh, yeah. Whereas now they're doing it all with CG. It looks great, and they can knock shit out in six days. Yeah. Like, this new Monkey Island, this art is going to be a lot cheaper to do. It's going to be faster to do. It's going to be easier to fix mistakes and fix bugs and stuff than having to go through and do the pixel art because pixel art is a lot more time consuming, which when you're on a big production, time equals money. So, And something that Pat and Ian talked about on uh, the CU podcast, you wouldn't think a community like the Monkey Island fan community would be so fucking toxic. Like, you would think most of the people who love Monkey Island are old enough to understand shit changes, you know? Like, I'm going to play that game regardless, because I love Monkey Island. Yeah. But, like, dude, to be that fucking crass and shitty to where this dude's like, look, I'm not talking about this game online anymore. It'll come out when it comes out. Like, to put him in that position, because you know he is fucking passionate about this. Like, he probably loves talking about Monkey Island. For people to make be so shitty that he's just like, look, I don't even want to fucking talk about this anymore. Like, stop being such shitty fucking people. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. Um. So we uh we lost Polly Walnuts. Yeah, that was very very sad to hear. And then, uh, Sopranos fans, Tony Sirico passed away this week. Um. And he was the man. I loved Pauly. He was one oh, of my yeah. favorite characters in that show. He was the lovable oaf if there ever was one. Yeah, 100%. He was like, when they went to Italy, they basically referred to him as like a redneck Italian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he was fucking hilarious, dude. Him and, him and oh, Christopher. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Pine Barrens. Quit being cunty. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's he tremendous. had the fucking... Like the go-to mobster hairstyle with the fucking dyed black with the little wings on the side. Oh yeah, Yeah, they uh they did a uh the guy that played Christopher Michael Imperioli and then Steve Sharippa who played Bobby did a podcast where they watched back through the entire series. It was called Talking Sopranos. Yeah, and uh, Steve Sharippa always made a joke that he had this wingometer that he would (laughs) measure Tony's wings every week to see if Paulie's hair and he said every season the wings got bigger <laughs> it was just hilarious but yeah man he was great um rest in peace my brother for um, sure so what is your song of the week my good sir so my song of the week is from a fairly new artist um his name is ian mcconnell 
he just put an album out called Season One. So each each song, there's like six songs on the album, or like Episode One, blah blah blah. You know, so they're episode number. So my song this week is called Episode Four, Important. And I really like, dude. I listened to this album like about a dozen times in the row on the drive down here. It's such a good album. There's really good song. Like all the songs on it are great. I picked this one because it's basically. It's kind of saying like in the in the greater universe, none of us are significant. So basically do what you want. Like the chorus literally starts that says, I'm not important and neither are you. So we should do whatever we want to. And it's basically just saying like, get out there and do what you want to do. Because in the greater scheme of things, you're not that important anyways. So it's, it's true. It's a pretty good message. Um, I was torn between this one and episode five. I can't remember the name of that one, but that one's basically like, it's basically an anthem to saying like, stop hating shit. So it's just him listing off a bunch of stuff he loves to do. And he's like, then the chorus is basically like, you know, it sucks. It sucks to shit on stuff and to hate stuff. He's like, so just focus your energy on loving stuff. And like, I'm trying to start doing that. Like, I've always been a glass half empty kind of guy. And I'm trying to now turn my life around to being like, let me focus on the shit I like to do instead of focus on the shit I hate. I, I'm willing to bet that you would at least appreciate Muck Sticky. Maybe. So there's a rapper named Muck Sticky and I've listened to him since MySpace, right? All of his rap is about being positive and loving life and just being the person you want to be. You know what I mean? And he, he's got a weird voice. Like when he raps, it's kind of like this. Like it's, it's a weird voice, but oh, yeah. his lyrics—they're either funny or they're uplifting and positive, and it's just—it's good feel. It's feel feel good music. Nice. Yeah, I think you check him out. I think you dig that guy. Um, I'll send you his name yeah. after. Yeah, Muck Sticky sounds like one of those sex positions you have to look up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, me. I met this skank at the bar last night. I got a little Muck Sticky in my car. <laughs> <laughs> He has a song called Ding, and the chorus is literally Ding, 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 dig a ding, 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 dig a ding, ding, ding a ding, ding. Smoking weed is my favorite thing, dig a thing, thing, thing a thing, thing. Like, nice. <laughs> it's just shit like that makes you giggle. And oh, yeah. uh, it's good beats, too. But yeah, he uh, he's great. Um, my, my song of the week is by a band called Alien Weaponry, and they're from New Zealand. Nice. And uh, some of their songs they sing in Maori which is the native language of New Zealanders. Um, and the song is called Kai Tangata. Uh, it's K-A-I-T-A-N-G-A-T-A. And it's the lyrics and stuff are based on a Maori war cry that they would chant going into war. Nice. And it's just a fucking mean riff, make you bang your head. You can't understand a word they're saying, but then the chorus kicks in and it's so melodic and beautiful. Uh, it's just, it's wonderful. Bro, in, nice. that, in that light... You look like Steve Steve Hofsetter. I don't know if you know who that is. He's a stand-up yeah, comedian. Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> I had to turn a light on. I looked at my little video window, and I was like, man, it got dark as fuck in here. Yeah, it did. Um, while we're on the subject of music, I want to bring up this band called Rotting Christ. Now, I believe that they're like a, like a blackened death metal kind of band, but yeah. they have this album that they did um, in 2019 called The Heretics. And... I've listened to four or five songs off that album so far. Uh, oh, they're, I'm sorry. They're considered melodic black metal. Um, Sounds like an oxymoron, I, but... <laughs> yeah, right. 
I'm how, pretty sure. How can they be melodic when they don't know how to play their instruments? Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, each song on this album is in a different language. Nice. Which I just think is super cool. And uh, it finishes off the final song on the album is called The Raven, which is adapted by the poem or from the poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. And that's just such a cool concept to me. Like I was listening to one of their songs last night while I was smoking a joint with uh, with my mom. And I was like, you know, it would be really cool to do like an album where each song's in a different language or like each album you do is a different language or whatever. And then I looked yeah. up, I looked in more into this and I was like, oh shit, that's exactly what they did is an album where every song's in a different language. Nice. Um, the ones that I've listened to, um, one was in Egyptian. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It was in Arabic. Um, one was in Hindu. One was in Russian. One was in German. And one was in Greek. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff, man. If uh, if it's what you're into, it's not as like growly as you would expect, but there is some growls in there. Nice. But yeah, uh, check out Rotting Christ there. It's good stuff. All right. Well, uh, let's so- get into our community oh okay before we do that i wanted to talk about a couple things that happened i'm staying at the hilton which is a nice hotel you know great room and all nice big ass like 50 inch tv which is weird for a hotel (laughs) um but dude there's a couple things that happened that were weird or a couple complaints i have i got in an elevator yesterday i'm on the sixth floor so i'm on the first floor get in the elevator hit the uh sixth floor button right elevator doors close elevator goes up keeps going up all the way to the very top floor. I'm like, what the fuck? It passed right by six, never stopped. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. So doors open on nine, closed. I press the six button again. It went all the way down to the fucking lower level. <laughs> Hit the button again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So it goes all the fucking way back up to the ninth floor again. I'm like, what the fuck? So I hit the button again. It goes all the way back to the lower level. I'm like, fuck this stupid elevator. Just got off of that one. Let it leave and do its fucking thing. Hit the button and got on another elevator to go. I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was the weirdest thing. Because I'm sitting there like going this whole way. And it's going slower than the other elevators went to. So I'm like, god damn, if this motherfucker gets stuck. And I'm just like, I got to sit here in this goddamn elevator. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> so other than that, the toilet in this room is not built for a giant protein intaking person such as myself. First off, it's the shortest toilet I think I've ever sat on in my life. Right. So like knees are up in the air and shit. Like it just really was, it was weird. Cause I was sit going to sit down. It's like where, you know, you, you kind of get used to where your ass hits the toilet. So I get to that level and I'm like, my ass isn't stopping. It's still going. I'm like, what the fuck is going? like, I finally hit the time. Like, God damn, this is so, so like small. You're going to take a big old fucking gross man shit, fucking flush the toilet, and it just goes like, I'm like, yeah, that ain't going to cut it, dude. You're going to have to try harder than that. (laughs) Dude, it's fucking like, like low flush toilets would make fun of this toilet. It's so fucking weak. (laughs) Like, it's a fucking two flusher for sure. Like, I had had to two flush a piss earlier. (laughs) Like, it's bad. (laughs) And it's kind of weird, because like, you know, hotel rooms you don't have, like they had... Two bottles of water laid out. Let me grab this second bottle that I'm not going to drink and show you this. So I drank the first water bottle. It looked normal. This water bottle, if you can see, is only full to that point. That looks like somebody's drank a little bit out of this, right? It does, yeah. Like, I can't tell if it's sealed or not, but I'm not going to fuck with it. I'm just going to leave it like that. (laughs) I'm not trusting drinking out of a water bottle that 
somebody else possibly drink out of. Yeah, I'd be holding that right to my ear and listening for that crack <laughs> when I open yeah. it. But yeah, like they got the little, you know, what I call fucking scotch glasses in the room. So I've just been filling those up with water from the bathroom sink, which is also a little weird, but eh, you know, it's all coming from the same place. Yeah, and it's all going to the same place. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, fuck it, you know, the only thing that sucks is like this little motherfucker, don't cut it. Like I fill this mother like I fill it up twice in the bathroom and just drink both of those and then fill it up a third time to go sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I'll do that when I get my mason jar of water to bring into my room. I'll fill it up like a quarter of the way and chug that and then fill it up and walk yep. to my room. Yep. Um, you talk about double flushes and stuff before we get into the community question. I was sick, and this wasn't that long ago. It was in the last six months. Yeah. And I threw up so hard into my toilet that it flushed it. Like, you know how if you pour oh, yeah. water into the toilet, it'll flush the toilet? Yeah. yeah, I puked so hard, it flushed the toilet, and I was like, wow, wow. and then threw up more, but I was just like, yeah. for a split second, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It was just that much force, I guess, behind it. Dude, I hate puking. Like, I don't see how bulimic chicks do it. Like, I can't, I can't throw up for fun. Like, no, I fucking hate doing that shit. I have stomach issues. I've gotten so used to it that it doesn't bother me all that much anymore. Like, if I feel like I'm going to throw up, I will preemptively eat, like, four Tums uh, just to quell the acid so it comes up easier. Because I know uh, it's coming. I'm just trying to make it more tolerable. <laughs> um, all right. Let's uh, let's get into the community questions, my good sir. Yes. Uh, the first one is from Nate. What is your go-to non-alcoholic beverage? For me, it's water. Like, I love water. I can't fucking get enough of it. Um, with doing the creatine, I'm drinking like 100 plus ounces a day. So I'm pissing like it's a hobby now. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, probably water. Um, outside of water, like orange juice. I fucking love orange juice. But without pulp, I don't want to chew my drink. I want to just drink it. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, that's that's what I like to eat. <laughs> Um, orange juice. I love orange juice, but it gives me heartburn, so I don't drink it that often. Yeah, like it gives me bad heartburn. Oh, yeah. It's like I like pineapple orange juice. Those mixed together, so good. But oof. speaking of, do you remember uh, Five Alive? Yeah, the citrus drink from back in the day. Yeah, Five Alive. We used I to drink the that. fuck out of that. Um, I also really like water. I drink a lot of water, but if I was gonna pick like. It's either Diet Pepsi or Diet Dr. Pepper. They're both really good. Probably Dr. Pepper over Diet Pepsi, though I drink Diet Pepsi more. Um, yeah, that would be that. Um, oh, also a Shirley Temple. I love a good Shirley Temple. Oh, yeah. Those are just so delicious. Um, now, what's your go-to alcoholic beverage? Ooh, Jack and Coke. See, or, I don't... Or Dickel and Coke. I don't like alcohol. I don't like the taste of it. I've never found one. Everybody's like, oh, you can't taste alcohol. You fucking can if you if you don't drink a lot. But if I drink, it's for the express, the express, the fucking word I'm thinking of, the express intention of getting drunk. So yeah. I go with like vodka. I just drink shots of vodka. I chase it with water. And if you're five or six of those, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Did I, did I, tell, the, did I tell the story of the last time I got drunk on the show? I can't remember. I believe so. Where you said that you you did the, the shots and then you stood up and you were like, yeah. oh, fuck. Where I did like five <laughs> shots of vodka within like about six minutes or so. Yeah, bro. That's not a good yeah. idea. Yeah, no, that was a bad, <laughs> bad, bad idea. 
That shit hit me so fucking hard, I almost fell off the bar stool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So, question from Willie. Both both my Steam Machine cohorts. Worst French fry you ever eaten. <laughs> this is a tough one for me because French fries are really fucking good. But I will say. As much as I love Burger King, Burger King is probably my go-to fast food place. They don't salt their fries anymore. And if you get them without salt, they are fucking disgusting. Because they're the thicker, like, they're they're not crinkle-cut fries, but they're like thicker standard fries. Yeah. They need salt or they fucking are not good at all. So, I'll go with uh, Burger King's unsalted french fries. I'm going to go with Wendy's because my local Wendy's... Their fries are, if you get them hot and fresh, they're fantastic. But nine times out of ten, you're going to get some shit that's been sitting in yep. the warmer, and they're awful and soggy, and they're cold by the time you get home. And cold french fries are fucking terrible. Yeah, no, cold french fries are gross. So I got I to gotta give it to my local Wendy's. Um, here's one from Jeff. Your favorite fruits and vegetables? Oh, uh, fruits? Would be like strawberries and bananas, probably. I love like blueberry muffins, blueberry nutri bars and stuff, but I don't like actual blueberries. I think it's for me that's the skin on berries that I don't really like. Like grapes, I, I don't mind grapes, but I don't like the skin on them. Um, but yeah, strawberries, I'll fucking eat a whole container of strawberries. I remember one time I was a kid, I ate an entire bunch of bananas by myself and actually got like a potassium overdose, and that shit will make you physically ill like i was so sick because i ate like eight or ten bananas in this stretch of like two hours yeah yeah it was bad um i don't eat a lot of vegetables i think um do potatoes count i don't think a potato is technically a vegetable Mm -mm. other than that like i don't really eat vegetables i don't eat hardly anything that's green like oh man yeah that's fair i mean that's you know it is what it is yeah uh I do love bl- berries. Wait, do black-eyed peas count? I yeah. don't think those are technically vegetables. I mean, beans, I consider beans vegetables. I do eat bushes, black-eyed peas. That's it. I don't like any other ones, but for some reason, theirs I really like. To the point I will actually like dump them in a bowl, heat them up, and just eat black-eyed peas as a meal. Which, oh, yeah, believe it or not, there's like like 18 grams of protein or something like that in a can of black-eyed peas. Like it's It's up there. So it's a good source of protein, too. Hell yeah, dude. I love beans and rice. So good. So what about you? Um, favorite fruits. I love berries. Um, if I had to pick a favorite fruit, though, it would probably be apples. Oh, yeah. Um, vegetables, dude. Oh, man. I love salad. Um, I love spinach. Green beans are fire. Corn. It's delicious. Uh, I, I would. It would be easier for me to tell you my least favorite vegetables and fruits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Now, we'll go back and say I love Granny Smith apples. Like, I fucking love Granny So that's one green thing I will eat. Although I don't eat the peel, so technically I'm not eating green. Like I, That's why I don't eat apples a lot, because I peel them. And if you peel apples, apples are a lot of fucking work. If you got to sit there and peel them and core them and all of that shit, it's just a lot uh, of work. Hell yeah. So, but I have um, a fake tooth in the front, so I can't just like take an apple and bite into it. 
So like I have to slice it and then peel the peel it and cut the little you know little seed sections out that are all gross and brown. Oh so yeah, like, yeah it's just and so much work to eat an apple that I just don't bother most of the time. But like I can just get a banana, pull the peel off of it, and just deep throat, swallow it whole. You know, I mean, wait, I didn't say that. I cut it you into did. little tiny pieces. <laughs> I'm well, sorry if anybody out there says that they have never tried to deep throat a banana to see how far they could get on it you're fucking lying if you're saying you haven't ever tried that i haven't and i'm not oh, lying i swear to god i don't believe you i i really know not a banana not a banana uh so you've done it with like hot dogs and shit no or, I mean, or dildos I, I had an ex-girlfriend who used to like stick her fingers in my mouth and she would just like stick them in the back of my throat uh, I, I was like you bitch <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i definitely have a gag reflex oh it's, for sure yeah um go ahead yeah like i have a definite gag reflex but yeah i believe a lot of people out there have tried to see how far they could get on a banana apparently there was a dude working at the plant that uh they would put bananas out in the summertime to help hydrate you so he would take the banana and like put half of it in his mouth and bite it and all the guys were like dude you can't do that you gotta chew that like you gotta take small bites off bananas you can't just shove that whole motherfucker in your mouth Oh, my God. All right. So, another one from Questionnaire, Jeff. The best Christmas gift you have ever received. So, I have a couple. Um, last year, the year before, Jen gave me a 3D printer. And I fucking love that thing. Like, yeah, that was a really good Christmas gift. Um, outside of that, I would say when I was like four or five, I got a an NES action set for Christmas. And that was pretty fucking amazing. Hell yeah. Dude, I've always been really interested in 3D printers. Oh, like, that's great. so fascinating to me. Oh, yeah. I saw so much shit being sold at this show that I was like, that's really cool, but it's 3D printed, so I can literally just go home and make it myself. So, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, best Christmas gift I've ever gotten. Man, I hate to go like cliche with it, but like the times, you know, where I got like my PS2 oh, yeah. back in the day or like um, a PS4. That was always like what I asked for for Christmas was music CDs and yep. gaming stuff, yep. you know. So, and then as I got older, I don't really get much for Christmas all that much these these days, except for uh, money, and then I buy what I want. So, yep. you know, yeah, that's, that's the about, one thing about being single around Christmas time is like as an adult, you're not really getting amazing gifts anymore. Like, nah. yeah. So I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, if you're in a relationship, sometimes your your significant other will do for you. Um, you know what? I know even a lot of married couples that are like they don't do anything for each other for Christmas. They just take the money and like save for a vacation or something like that. My my birthday is very close to Christmas. Like my birthday is like a month after Christmas. Uh, um, so I don't remember if it was for Christmas or if it was for my birthday. But I will say that from a gift from not my parents, the favorite my favorite thing I've ever gotten is Courtney uh, got me a Persona Five hoodie. Oh, nice. That's got Joker on it on the front and stuff. Nice. And it's super awesome. So I will say that that's my favorite thing I've ever gotten for Christmas. Nice. Because it's an awesome jacket. Nice. Um, uh, the last question from Jeff. What was your first rated R movie and how old were you? Like, Jeff, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't have a memory. <laughs> um, I feel like it was like. It's a hard question to ask because when we were kids, a lot of R-rated movies came on TV, but they were so fucking edited down that you didn't see it. So I remember watching like 
you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Chucky, all that stuff, Child's Play, I guess. Um, but I don't remember how old I was. The first, like, the first I can remember, I was like an early teen, like 12, 13, maybe. I was at this girl Christina's birthday party that, you know, I got invited to. And for some reason, there was a room with a TV on and Anaconda was, like, the VHS of Anaconda was playing. And I remember watching that and like, I think that's like, that's the first I can remember, like legit, not unedited R rated that I can remember. So I think mine for one, Anaconda is amazing. Yeah. I just want to say like this cheesy as that is, that movie's great. Um, I think mine, I was still living in Jacksonville at the time and I was hanging out with my grandparents neighbor. Uh, they had a kid named Gage and we were hanging out and we were watching pet cemetery on VHS. Um, I was far too young to be watching Pet Cemetery because I moved to Keystone in first grade. So it would have been before first grade that I was watching this. And I don't know if you remember in Pet Cemetery, the baby's name is Gage. And that's what the name of this kid I was hanging out with was. So when the movie was over and I was thoroughly freaked the fuck out, Gage went and got a knife from the kitchen and just started blankly staring at me and walking towards me. Uh, he was older than me so he was picking on me you know what i mean uh, and it freaked me right the fuck out so like i didn't watch horror movies for a long time because of that uh, um but my first r-rated movie that i rented that my parents let me watch that i can remember was robocop oh nice which yeah robocop's the shit dude i do remember i don't think it was my first but i was like 13 when the south park movie came out on vhs and my mom was a bit of an enabler when I was younger, so I convinced her to let me rent it from Blockbuster, and she was like, okay, I'll let you rent it, but you can't let your dad know you watched it. So I like had one of those little like 13-inch TV-VCR combos, like drug it in the closet and put the tape in, turned the volume down to like three or four so I just could barely hear it. And that was probably one of my mom's worst parenting moves because i was not ready for the shit that i saw on that fucking tape (laughs) like it's fucking scarred my little brain like yeah it was it was bad because like i'd watch the show but you know the show was fairly tame back in its original few seasons like it was bad but compared to what they do today is fucking nothing and like so when that movie came out and it was completely unedited i was like holy shit like i didn't know what some of those words meant i was like what's that mean and like you don't want to ask your friends because like you're like they're they're gonna make fun of me because i don't know what it means when in reality they probably didn't fucking know what it meant either yeah so yeah but that movie i fucking love that movie yeah bigger longer uncuts great oh yeah um all right. Well, the next one, the next two questions that we have are from a new, li- or not maybe not a new listener, but a new asker, yeah. uh, J- James Hall. Coffee or tea? Neither. I don't drink coffee at all. I don't really even like how it smells. Like, and I used to drink sweet tea because I grew up in the South, so I drank sweet tea a lot as a kid, like way more than I should have. And I until I got my first kidney stone. When I got that kidney stone, I was like, "Yep." That's it for that. So yeah, I haven't drank tea and I couldn't tell you how long. Um, I'm weird. Uh, I so for some for some reason like I like sweet tea and stuff. Like it tastes really good. But if I drink it on an empty stomach, I am inevitably going to throw up. Uh, I don't know why. 
I really don't. But if I drink tea on an empty stomach, I am going to throw up at some point. Um, coffee, I really enjoy coffee. I much prefer it cold. Oh, like yeah. like a, an iced coffee. You know what I mean? Like I'll take an iced coffee or a mocha. I'm very much a white girl when it comes to <laughs> coffee. Nice. Although I will drink a good cup of good black coffee too. You know, it just depends. It just has. If it's not great coffee, then dress it up. You know? uh, yep. Oh, and then his... uh. Now, his I will final, say one oh, last thing on that. I don't like hot beverages. Like, I will drink room temperature, but I do not like like coffee, tea, hot chocolate, hot cider. Like, I don't like any warmed up beverage. Like, it just it's, feels unnatural to me. I don't, I yeah. just don't like it. Like, I don't like super ice cold either, other than with the exception of I don't drink it anymore, of course, I'm trying to get in better shape. I love Pepsi, like full flavor Pepsi. And like, dude, when you're like hot as fuck and you crack open a can of Pepsi and you just fucking, that shit hits your lips and you're just like, look, 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 look. Oh, look. yeah. Like, dude. Oh, it's so fucking good. But it's yeah, like I, I try to avoid it now because soda is the absolute worst thing for you if you're trying to lose weight at all even diet soda because the carbonation swells your stomach up but then it subsides so your stomach is bigger momentarily makes you feel hungry and then you're like oh man now i need something to eat and it's hard enough for me because i'm like the type that i'll eat a couple slices of pizza for dinner say and then i'm like hmm need to wash that down with something sweet so now i need to go get like you know a snack cake or something and like i gotta i've kind of knock that back but it's still there like like oh i really i really just want to fucking go get something i feel you man so, i got a box of sweet rolls in my freezer or swiss rolls in my freezer oh dude a fucking <laughs> ice cold swiss roll yeah like oh good shit fucking great i told you dude it's like it changes the whole flavor the texture everything to it it's yeah. just they're like you're out doing yard work or some shit you come inside get you a cold drink and a fucking ice cold swiss roll fucking heaven yes sir maybe one day i'll be in a shape to where i can indulge in that every now and then but that day is not today because i'm still a fucking fucking disgusting fat body so uh so james's last question is what is your favorite anime if you are into that medium i feel like everybody has an anime they like i will say like some people don't like you know, we we both live in redneck country, so I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't watch that Japanese bullshit. Yeah, cartoons. But, yeah. But um, I actually was going to bring up a new friend of mine. Her name is Os- Osara. She is a customer at the store. We've been, you know, just talking, kind of hanging out a little bit the last few weeks. Um, she's a huge anime fan. She brought in a bunch of, like, Pokemon games and, like, anime PS4 games to trade in at the store. We got to talking about Pokemon and stuff. She told me about an anime. It's on Hulu and Crunchyroll called Overlord. If you haven't seen it, I think you especially would like it. I watched, There's I've got like one or two episodes left of the first season. Only the first season's on Hulu. There's three seasons, but you have to watch them on like Crunchyroll or Funimation. Um, so I have basically, a Funimation basically, the story is it's like 2156 or something like that. Um, there's this massive MMORPG that everybody in the world was playing and basically everyone stopped playing it. So at midnight this day, they're shutting the servers down. So this one guy, I think his name was like Momont or something like that. 
he's like in the game, like, you know, he had like, he was the leader of like the biggest guild in the game. There were like 41 members of this guild. They were the most powerful, most prestigious, all that shit, right? So they've got like this huge hall. Apparently the whole thing of the game is you created everything. Like you created NPCs. You They gave you that vast, uh, customization abilities it's like they created all these npcs and shit in the show in the game so like there's it opens up with like him and one other guy are there and he's like oh you know he's like i appreciate you coming through and the other guy was like yeah you know it's being the last day i wanted to come look around one more time you know i've been so busy with work blah 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 so he ends up logging off and the main guy's like well you know i guess i'll just hang out here till they shut it down at midnight so then you see a clock like he's going around doing some stuff. Then they show like a black screen with a clock and it's like five, four, three, two, one, zero. And then it starts counting back up one, two, three. And he actually basically, he gets stuck in the game. So basically he becomes his character in the game and is stuck there. And, but like, since he's been playing it for so long, he's like level 100 or whatever. Like he's super powerful so like he's basically in the game trying to figure out what happened and he's like fighting, you know, NPCs and all kinds of like it's really fucking cool. So like all the video game people out there I think would really like it. It's high fantasy stuff. Like his character is super fucking cool because he's an undead. So I guess that's part of the guild was you couldn't be a human character. You had to be a non-human character. So he's this like giant skeleton motherfucker with like this big like king cloak with like huge horns on it and shit and dude it's just like it's all magic it's uh like the people who use weapons they call them martial arts and like so you have all these abilities and stuff you can do and so like he's so powerful that he's going around to these villages and like people like these high level people are attacking him and they're doing no damage and then he's just like one hit killing dragons and all kinds of shit and everybody's like oh my god how did he do that he must be so powerful so like he's this kind of like mythic legend of you know this super powerful guy that's going around trying to like figure out what's going on and dude it's it's really fucking good so yeah you got a funimation account you should look it up it's called overlord oh so uh overlord is in my watch list actually so yeah watch it i haven't gotten to it but it's i saw the the picture of the main character or whatever the the cover is and i'm like oh yeah let's add add the art the art's fucking dope um dude i love anime intro and like outro music because if you would look at the english translation of the lyrics it usually has absolutely nothing to fucking do with the show it's just some random yeah. fucking like <laughs> jap popular japanese song it's just so fucking funny sometimes um so that one's really good so shout out to ostara for telling me about that um i'm glad i sat down and watched it i'll have to try to figure out uh me and dalton might have to uh <coughs> trade passwords <coughs> on a couple streaming <laughs> services. Um, and so I can watch the second and third seasons. Um, other than that, like I loved death notes, probably my favorite anime. If I had to pick one death note is just absolutely fucking it's great. And it's the one anime I could say, like, I wish I could live that anime. Cause how great would it be to have a notebook where you could just write people's names in it and they die? Like this world would be a lot better place. If I had that notebook, <laughs> um, so death notes great assassination classrooms amazing um 
Initial D was really cool because I'm a car guy, so I love that one. Um, Attack on Titan was great, although I loved when Attack on Titan started. But Attack on Titan, and I'll probably get hate for this, the longer it went, it kind of lost me a little bit. Because like this last season, it was just like, eh, like it's so far removed from what it started as that I'm just like, eh, eh. like I haven't even watched the second half of the final season because I just... I'll watch it eventually, but I just didn't care when it came out. Yeah. I, I've been there before with shows. So, yeah, that's a handful of mine. What about you? Um, I really enjoyed uh, Shokugeki no Soma uh, Food Wars. Yeah. Um, the show's hilarious, dude. Uh, people eat good food and their clothes explode off because it's so good. It's just, it's nice. fantastic. Uh, Imagine if that happened in real life. <laughs> if you were just like... Fucking, you're on the streets of New York at a fucking, like, pizza vendor cart. You just get this big floppy-ass slice of pizza. You bite it. And you're like, oh, it's so fucking good. Oh, God, my dick is out. Yeah, boom. <laughs> you, well, they go to their underwear. But, yeah, if yeah, all of a sudden just poof, you're in your undies. It's like, oh, yeah. man. Oh, well, I think it would be happening to more people. I don't know. It would be interesting. <laughs> but it's a funny-ass show. Um, and then oh, yeah. I also really liked uh, Demon King Daimao. Um, back in the day, I liked Trinity Blood. That show was great. It was Vampires versus the Catholic Church nice it's a great show <laughs> um i liked the anime version of devil may cry that was really I, cool um, i didn't know apparently uh i heard this on the cu podcast as well so shout out to pat and ian um there's a ninja gaiden anime that you can watch on youtube so i might have huh? to look says so like 45 minutes long i might, I might have to look into that one day and, and watch that yeah that sounds cool um what else did i i like sword art online yeah it's a fun show. Um, other than that, though, I've been watching a show called Bofurry. I don't want to. It's like I don't want to take damage, so I'll max out my defense or something like. You know, yeah. animes have ridiculous names. Yeah. Was it's it you that hilarious. shared that meme the other day, where it was like animes nowadays are called like I really want to go explore this dungeon, so I'm going to find a guy named Brandon to go with me. And anime in the '90s was called Blood Joe. <laughs> oh no, that was that was Kana, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> freaking hilarious because it's absolutely true uh, um but yeah there there's a there's an anime that i want to watch that's like what do you think of my mom's multi-attack combo hit or something like that nice and i'm like what could that possibly be about <laughs> it's, it's just that's one thing on funimation i went through and added to my watch list just all these shows that just have ridiculous oh, yeah. names like, like there's a new one i kind of want to check out um i've seen it on i think hulu but it's like a firefighter anime i'm like hmm like I don't know that the name cool. of I can't remember the name, but I'm like I wonder if this is just like is this like fucking uh, what was that show? Rescue me. Yeah, is this just like anime <laughs> rescue me? Like are they just going fighting fires, or is it going to be like you find out that the fires were started by some magical creature and like these firefighters have magical powers too, and they have to go find this creature and fight it, or like like you know anime is always super fucking weird. Speaking oh, yeah. of, I had never watched Full Metal Alchemist. But I always saw the meme of like the girl and the dog, and I was like, "What is this about?" So I watched that show, and I think it was okay. I watched it up to like a little past that particular part, and I was like, "Man, like if you're into this show, I kind of get why you were like, oh, fuck this dude.' Like, yeah, yeah that's kind of <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Devil is a Part Timer is another one of my favorite animes. I always bring up because a lot of people have never seen it, and it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, literally, so the whole story of it is you have, like, 
Lucifer, Satan, the devil, like they're all different people. So basically like the devil comes up here or it might be Satan's the devil. I can't remember. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while. I want to watch it again. Um, he comes up to the earth and he's like, my whole goal is to take over the earth. So his decision to take over the earth is to climb the corporate ladder and eventually become like a CEO and use that as a position to take over the world. So he gets a part-time job as a fry cook at basically their version of McDonald's in the show. And so there's another, like it's like other planets or other realms that they come from. There's this other realm of heroes who are like watching Lucifer and Satan and all of them to make sure they're not doing anything crazy. So when he comes to earth, Amelia, the hero comes to like keep an eye on him. But then, you know, it's basically like there's some battling in it, but it's mostly just like him trying to live as a, like a 20 something in Japan. And it's just the weirdest fucking. So it's like, it's an anime. So of course he has like a teenage coworker with gigantic tits who falls madly in love with him when he starts working there. It's like <laughs> just fucking just, you know, simping out for him all the time. Um, so Amelia's like watching his every move. Um, dude, it's just, Oh, it's such a fucking good show. Like if you haven't watched it, definitely give it a shot. Yeah. I'll have to check that out, man. Oh, well, brother, it's getting kind of late and, uh, I yeah. have, uh, some company coming over, later on so i'm going to go let's go ahead and wrap this thing up uh, yeah dalton's gotta, dalton's gotta take his uh his ritual shit after the show always always <laughs> dude i'm telling you it's like my body knows i'm recording and it's like all right you're done all right let's go yeah you're sitting <laughs> in the chair and it's like oh yeah this is the pooping chair oh yeah. sorry working me up a poop oh yeah and I'll, i will give a shout out to christina because like i said i've been hanging out with her this weekend she listened to our episode last week and said it was some of the funniest shit she'd ever heard she's laughing her ass off about all the shit and fart and poop jokes so yeah <laughs> the people want it we got to give it to them. good lord <laughs> glad you enjoyed it christina um if you'd like to ask us a question uh, anonymously you can send us an email at yet another bs pod at gmail.com you can also send in your vocal intros for the show yeah, uh, send shout some out. of those because we're having fun with those yeah shout out to jeff who did the one at the beginning of this episode um and if you'd like to it's uh, just one more time yet another bs pod at gmail.com uh, if you want to find us on facebook uh, we're not super active on there but we are we do try to be it's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash yet another bs podcast yeah, I post um, the weekly questionnaire on Facebook, but me and Dalton see when anybody posts in the group, so we try to go in and engage with anything that gets posted. And feel free to post the whatever fucked up shit you want in there. We ain't reporting nothing in that group. We don't care. Yeah, yeah we don't care. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, uh, you can find the show at Yabspod, which is Y-A-S-B-O-B-Y-A-B-S-P-O-D. Uh, all capital letters uh, you can find jeremy at just call me jezza and you can find me at super nerd dalton um and if you want to check out all of our episodes with the show notes and our songs of the week uh and all that kind of stuff uh, yabspod.wordpress.com is where we host all that so you can go and check that out um and then of course if you would like to hear more of me you can catch me uh bi-weekly on the steam machine podcast where me nate and willie play through my backlog of pc games and have a general general good time with it and then uh, if you want some jrpg news you can catch me every week 
on the JRPG report. Yeah. Got anything you want to plug, my good sir? Yeah. Go listen to the Steam Machine podcast because it's great. Go buy Dalton's music at nilethenightmare.bandcamp.com so that he can buy food and weed and you know, toilet <laughs> yeah. paper and all the other things he needs in life. Yeah, please. Any, any little bit helps. Uh, if you want, um, I'll give you my Venmo and you could just send me money because, you know, I'm, I'm fucking broke. Like, I'll oh. take money. Also, uh, if you want to come hang out with us on the uh, the Steam Machine Podcast Discord, where we also have a section for Yabs Pod, yep. it is uh, bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, all capital letters. Yeah, definitely come check that out because we have fucking fun over there. Yeah, it's a good community. I, I'm really uh, happy with the way it's shaped up. I will also say I'm considering designing some Yabs Pod merch. So that if you would sweet. like some Yabs Pod merch, definitely let me know um i will get some shit designed up i think dalton has a threadless store already is it yep and we could get it put up on there um i could just do a custom order through like custom ink or somebody and do like whoever wants it i'll order the specific sizes colors whatever everybody wants and get it shipped out to them um i want to try to make it as affordable as possible so we'll look through like whatever avenue is the most affordable any money we make off of it will go to making this show more ridiculous yeah um for sure i'm thinking about like trucker hats t-shirts like dude i think it would be great to have booty shorts with like yabs pod across them um you, you should be able to do all of that on threadless they have a sweet a lot of different options for sure i want did you watch squid billies right yeah so Early Kyler wore a hat in that show that I've always wanted to make. It said, I don't Netflix and chill, I VHS and fuck. <laughs> I want to make that hat. I'm thinking about, so if you would want this, let me know. I can make it happen. Thinking about making one that says, I don't Netflix and chill, I yabs pod and fuck. <laughs> I'd wear it. <laughs> I would wear the fuck out of that hat. So if you want one of those, let me know. I can make that happen. For sure. Or so, a shirt with that on there would be sweet oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about doing shirts with like me and Dalton's face photoshopped on some nonsense, like I always do. Like I have ideas, people, but let me know if you want to spin that moolah. I will make that shit happen. <laughs> yeah, man, just let us know. Oh, yeah. Um, and on that note, I guess that about does it for this week, my brother. So for Jeremy, I'm Dalton, and as always, guys, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>